Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went off with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed upon him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately, her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to Jesus, You see how the crowd is pressing upon you. And yet you ask, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid. Just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? This child is not dead but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. As we prepare to celebrate Independence Day this Wednesday,
I can't help but reflect a moment on the hole in America's heart. In the name of independence, we have not become more free, but rather many of us are still slaves to our passions. St. John Paul II, in his last visit to the United States before he died, addressed it very clearly. He called it the culture of death. It is certainly a spiritual death, as well as more and more situations of violence and suicide and murder and gang warfare seem to be on the rise, where there is, seems to be very little value on human life. If we do not, as a society, support a culture of life at its most vulnerable moments, is it any wonder we become more and more jaded for all human life, including our own? If we do not value the unborn, the human being in the womb, and the elderly who are very sick, how can we value anything human? If we endorse or allow human trafficking on the internet, how can we foster dignity, the dignity of each person, even the outcasts of our society? When in the name of the separation of church and state, we in turn forbid prayer in schools and public places, or where we forbid churches and their institutions to exercise their conscience rights. How can we say we are free? As the old Negro spiritual says, freedom isn't free. You have to pay the price for your liberty. The devil has a grip on young Americans and middle-aged and even older Americans when he insinuates that human beings are the center of our world and should be the center of the, of the universe. Remember, that is a lie. And the devil is the prince of lies. He has convinced more and more that God is a myth, a mere human invention. Oh, America, if God is not the center of our humanity, then we are truly lost. The real myth that is an outright lie is that we can be the master of our own ships. Only God can be God. Human beings mess up every time they try to control and be God. That was the sin of Adam and Eve. They wanted to be God, and they can't be. We are all creatures, and God is our creator. 
I was deeply disturbed this past week to learn that two good Catholics in West Boylston, an elderly couple, involved in their parish and local community, ended up uh, committing a suicide and a homicide and suicide decision. How very sad. God is the author of our life and the author of our death. He is not going to prevent us, however, from taking another human life or our own. But our faith tells us we should not take our own life or another's life into our own hands. Just this past March, a young, smart teenager, bright and supposedly funny and a high achiever, was keeping a diary that was filled with deep self-loathing. And on March 19th, early in the morning, she jumped off a bridge and ended her life. When Christ, who reveals to us the heart of God, is no longer the center of our lives and our world, we are in deep trouble. That is why the more and more we alienate ourselves from God and our practice of our faith, we are in deep trouble. When bigotry and prejudices are promoted by our society in the name of protecting our American rights and our jobs, that kind of fear only plays into the hand of the devil. The answers are in the graphics of this weekend's bulletin message. Run to Jesus. He will never let you down. That is the truth. Run to Jesus. He will never let you down. If you are sincere and genuine in running to Jesus, he will be there for you. If your heart is empty, realize only God can fill your emptiness. Only God. And finally, the words of Pope Francis are also in the bulletin. Each encounter with Jesus, he says, fills us with joy. With that deep joy which only God can give. So I conclude. Are you American Catholics? Or are you Catholic Americans? America needs Catholic Christians who are deeply devoted to love and service and joy and genuine peace and wanting and fighting for justice. Amen.